and welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. You are listening to an Enlighten Me mini hosted by me, Mackenzie. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm super happy to have you here. Today we are talking about EMF radiation. So if you have never heard of this before, I'm going to try to break it down for you as simply as I can. I'm no scientist, but I did a lot of research on it. So I'm going to try to help you figure out how to make sure you are not getting exposed to too much radiation. So according to the National Cancer Institute, EMF translates to electric and magnetic fields, which are in essence invisible energy or as we call it radiation. Electric fields are typically through voltage, whereas magnetic fields are through wires. And when you put them together, you get electromagnetic fields or EMFs. There are definitely natural aspects of this. The earth itself has a magnetic field, but as technology is more and more on the rise, we see it used all the time in all aspects of our lives. There are also more man-made EMFs that we're getting exposed to all the time. Examples of this type of radiation include things like x-rays, microwaves, power lines, tanning beds, Wi-Fi, and even cell phones. We know that exposure to high-frequency things, or if you want to get scientific, the term is ionizing radiation, things like x-rays, we know that can be really dangerous. But what about the lower frequency or non-ionizing things? Things that we plug in, like hair dryers or televisions, and then the wireless things that we use all the time, like our cell phones and laptops and remotes. What does long-term exposure to this low-frequency radiation do? Well, the research is really lacking here because it's something that's been on the rise really for the past 20 years or so, and so it's hard to know what kind of effects this has. If you think about it from a researching standpoint, there's never going to be a conclusive study done on humans about this, right? They're never going to do a test to see who gets cancer or not because that wouldn't be ethical. But as our exposure to EMF radiation increases more and more, especially with cell phones, scientists are monitoring the health effects of this all. If you look on any website, it will tell you that there's nothing conclusive yet, but that more research is needed. So in essence, we are the experiment. We're just going to see what happens after we've been exposed to the radiation coming out of our phones that we carry around with us all the time. We're, we're just going to see what happens with it all. In 2011, the World Health Organization and International Agency for Research on Cancer labeled magnetic radiation as a class 3 carcinogen, meaning that it could possibly cause cancer, but it needs to be monitored. I don't know about you, but that's enough for me that they think it could cause cancer. I'm going to try to stay away from it as much as I can or reduce my exposure as much as I can, right? There was another study done by the National Toxicology Program. In 2018, they released the results from a 10-year study that they conducted on rats who were exposed to EMF radiation. The results of the study yielded that more exposure to this radiation was related to tumor growth in the brains and the hearts of male rats. The radiation that they used was similar to levels that 2G and 3G cell phones produce. So again, the research is kind of all over the place. They're not going to do a study with humans like this to see what happens, but they found that in animals, it causes tumor growth. High-frequency radiation, like from x-rays, is known to cause DNA damage and hormone change. Now, these things, in essence, can cause cancer. When our hormones change, it creates more of a breeding ground for cancer. And so the thought is, if we're exposing ourselves to lower-frequency radiation, but we're doing it on a consistent daily basis, this can't be good for us, right? 
Technology companies, of course, try to make their products as safe as they possibly can, but obviously, the more we can distance ourselves from it, the better. Possible effects of being exposed to EMF radiation include things like headaches, eye damage, having a foggy or fuzzy feeling in the brain, and of course, sleep effects, sleep deprivation. In pregnant women, there are some theories that it can cause birth effects or even eventually cause autism in children. And then, of course, the big one being cancer that comes from DNA damage and change in our hormones. So even though the research is a little inconclusive and, like they say, more needs to be done, in the meantime, it is believed to be a best practice to reduce your exposure to EMF radiation. So how do we do this? Well, there are two things. Reduce the exposure, so reduce the amount that you're exposed to radiation, and then reduce your proximity to it. Obviously, we're not all going to completely unplug, we're not going to all throw our cell phones away, but let's make sure we're not too close to the radiation. Distance really does matter. If it's right next to your body versus in the other room, that is going to have an effect. Hence why when you get an x-ray, the radiologist typically goes behind a wall because that proximity matters, right? So it's the same thing with the lower frequency radiation. So how exactly do we do this? Well, I wanted to give you a list of tips that you can do to reduce your exposure and your proximity to EMF radiation. There's a lot of them. A lot of them are dealing with cell phones, but then there are some other household things that you might not normally think about. So I'm gonna go through this list and hope that you can take away a few things, or maybe you're gonna try all of them to reduce your exposure. And I wanna point out too that this is especially important for parents and pregnant women. Children's brains are much more absorbent than adult brains, so they're at a much higher risk to the effects of EMF radiation than adults are. Don't let this information scare you, but let it help you to know better and to do better. Okay, so first, speakerphone. Speakerphone is your friend. Even the iPhone, if you read their manual, they recommend that you don't hold the phone right against your head, which, of course, how do you do that unless you're on speakerphone? Use speakerphone as much as you possibly can. I've even become one of those people who uses speakerphone in public, even though I know it's so annoying, but I don't want to put it right next to my head. So hold the phone away from your head. Use speakerphone whenever you can. And with that too, don't keep your phone right on you, okay? Ladies, no sticking your phone in your bra. Men especially, don't stick your phone in your front or back pocket. We need to keep it off our bodies. So put it in your bag, leave it in your car, or better yet, just leave it at the house. Maybe you don't even need your phone. And with that, don't use the laptop directly on your lap, okay? You should have some sort of a pillow or some kind of barrier between you and the laptop. You don't want it right on you. We also need to be cautious of the Bluetooth that we're using. So especially Bluetooth headsets for all you AirPods users out there, all that's doing is putting more radiation right next to your brain. So I would be careful with those, try not to use them very often or at all. That's the reason I will never invest in AirPods or an Apple Watch because I don't want it right on my skin. With that, if you're in a situation where you do need to have your phone right on you, then try to put it on airplane mode if you can. If you know you're not gonna be needing it or you're not expecting any big important calls, put your phone on airplane mode whenever you can. Or even if you are planning on using it, maybe you can download a podcast or whatever you're gonna do ahead of time and then put it on airplane mode to listen. That's another good point to bring up is downloading things so that you don't have to use Wi-Fi or data. So whether it's you're on a long car trip and you want to listen to some podcasts or watch some movies on your phone, or maybe you're just at home, or maybe your kids are playing with your phone or your tablet at home, try to download things for them or give them things that don't use data, so like games that work even when you're not connected to Wi-Fi, so that you can put those things on airplane mode and then have them play a little more safely. 
Sticking with the theme of cell phones, there are some good habits to keep whenever you're going to bed. For one, I always put my phone on airplane mode before I go to bed because I'm not expecting any calls in the middle of the night and I don't need to be using it. But you should also be weary of charging your phone right next to your bed. The more you can unplug around your sleeping space, be it your phone or lamps or any other devices that you have plugged in right around you, the better. So try to move those things to the other side of the room. And with that, you can even unplug or turn off your Wi-Fi at night, right? So when you're not using the Wi-Fi in the house, try to turn it off. There's no need to have it running if you're not going to be using it. I know plenty of people who turn their Wi-Fi off every night, or you could even get one of those electrical timers that a lot of people use for Christmas lights and things like that and have it set to turn off every night. Great idea and probably saves you money on the electric bill. As far as other items around the house or other things you might not have thought of, the microwave is a big one, okay? Microwave radiation is definitely a controversial topic. I've pretty much tried to stop using the microwave altogether because the way it cooks your food, I don't believe it's truly healthy because, again, it's using radiation. But then even the exposure for us to those waves, I just don't think it can be good for you. But if you are going to use the microwave, don't stand right in front of it. Don't stare into it, okay? Try to leave the room while it's going. But the best solution is just to unplug it, get it out of your house, and get rid of it altogether. There are a lot of other household appliances, though, that are consistently emitting EMF radiation. The hairdryer is a big one. Believe it or not, the hairdryer actually emits more radiation than the microwave does. So, ladies, fellas, ditch the hairdryer. Let that hair dry naturally in the air, okay? That's my method because it's better for your hair. And again, save money on that electric bill, but try to get rid of the hairdryer whenever you can. In general, it's also a good practice to just unplug appliances that you're not using. So whether it's in the kitchen, unplugging the toaster or the coffee pot or whatever it is, just unplug things that you're not using because when they're plugged in, they're soaking up electricity, they're costing you more money, and they're emitting radiation. And then there are other things like your printer or your television. Try to unplug those when they're not in use because, again, it's going to save you money and protect you more. When it comes to this day and age, I know wireless is often the most popular choice. You want a wireless phone, a wireless baby monitor, a wireless speaker system, wireless home security system even. And all those things are super convenient, I totally agree. But whenever you can, choosing wired is better because the wired systems put off less radiation than the wireless ones do. The wireless ones are constantly looking for towers to ping to, so whenever you can, try to use wired items instead. Also with that, something you might not have thought about is your smart meter attached to your house. So this is the meter that's outside by your utility box usually that the electric company comes to check and see how much electricity is being used. A lot of us now have smart meters where the electric company is able to read them from their office location rather than having to come and check them. But again, this is pinging different towers, constantly putting off radiation to try to connect and so you can actually call the electric company and ask them to switch back to an analog meter or a manual meter instead of the smart meter. So it should be free. It only takes a few minutes to call. So check outside and see what kind of meter you have and if that's one way you could get rid of that radiation. Now, there are also a few things you could purchase to help protect you further from radiation, one of them being a special type of phone case or tablet case that is meant to reduce exposure. I have a pellet case 
the compostable phone case and they also sell an insert you can have in the back of the phone case to try to stop some of those radiation waves so i have one of those i think it's great there's not a difference in reception but there are even phone cases themselves that do this so look online for those and then a few fun things you can do you can get salt rock lamps which are one of my favorite things i have three in the house right now and i want even more i try to put one in each big room salt rocks naturally neutralize emfs so this is a great idea and they also absorb moisture in the air and help to purify the air so one of my favorite things plants are also another natural way to detoxify the air so like aloe vera or peace lily there are a lot and they help to neutralize the ions in the air so plants and salt rock lamps totally natural ways to help protect yourself and make your home look even prettier and then the last idea I have for you is grounding. I'm not sure if you've heard of this concept, but grounding is essentially making sure you get outside bare feet and connect with the earth every day. I know it sounds like a total hippie move, but it's actually proven to rebalance your electrical charge. So you have to be barefoot at least 20 minutes. Doing that every day can really help rebalance you. I try to be barefoot all the time personally that's just the way i like it so try to get outside a little bit every day really the big things are just unplug and get outside okay we all know that we need to reduce our use of technology for our mental health anyways but let's do it for our physical health as well try to reduce that time on your phone your screen time and then also unplug whenever you can I'm going to include some links in the show notes to some helpful blogs that I read with more ideas for reducing your exposure. And then I'm also including the link to a book that I've heard of. It is called EMF'd by Dr. Joseph Mercola. The subtitle is 5G, Wi-Fi, and Cell Phones, Hidden Harms and How to Protect Yourself. So that's a book that's definitely on my reading list. I am so curious to learn even more about this. And if you are too, that would be a great resource for you to check out. And just keep doing your research on this topic. Think about ways that you can continue to unplug, get away from electronics, and connect more with the earth. Again, I don't share any of this information ever to scare anybody, but it's really meant to help you, help you protect yourself, help you protect your children, and not get caught up in these technological lives that we tend to live and just get outside and in nature more. I'm including all the links to everything I referenced today in the show notes, including that book and those blogs. So check those out. Think about some ways that you can reduce your exposure to EMF radiation today. Unplug, get outside, and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.